my boy. I have been every voice you have ever heard inside your head. here and welcome to the first episode of the all-new capeandcastle.com flagship podcast formerly known as the red room podcast i am joined today by one of our staff writers amy garcia and we are talking star wars the rise of skywalker i got your last name pronounced correctly right i emphasize yeah, yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> okay, good. a feat that few people can achieve yes <laughs> i'm so proud of myself <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's a lot to unpack in this movie. Yeah. Uh, there so, is a lot, a lot. Like it, it feels like it's not. It's it was only it was one hour less than Endgame, wasn't it? It was only two hours. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was like barely an hour left, and J less. And JJ was like, "Yeah, we almost split it up into two films," and I could see it. Like they could uh, easily have stretched out that plot line. Did he it would have been fine with two movies. <laughs> Did he <laughs> say that? Because they really should have. That's, that's I like... think the the writer said that. The writer did an interview that was kind of like the, the Russo brothers interviews after Endgame when they oh kind of tried to like, God. they they almost said too much where it was kind of just like, just please be quiet kind of a thing. Oh. Um, and they asked him about different parts of the movie. And that was one of the things he said, because they asked him about the pacing. And they said that they not only almost split the film into two parts, but that um, Kathleen Kennedy, the executive over Lucasfilms, wanted the movie to be pushed back to an Easter release. So they had more time to work on it. Why didn't they do that? They totally should have. Because apparently part of the reason um, putting it out for Easter was the whole, like, Ben was supposed to get resurrected. And then that was, like, Easter resurrection. And it was supposed to be, like, symbolism, too. Um, which is, people are like, that's more proof that Ben wasn't actually supposed to die. Um, oh so, yeah, there's, there's a lot of, there was more leaks that came out this morning. I haven't gotten a chance to read all of them. But apparently the final product that JJ put out, Disney hated. And that's why they didn't finish editing until like the beginning of December. Because Disney was like, all right, we hate this. We're going to redo everything. And that's why some of the editing was like that. I don't know how true the leaks today are, but people are going wild about it on Twitter right now. Oh, my God. I want to know who said this. Like, I want to know how. Okay. Like, I... This is why I believe leaks, though. Like, this is why I believe spoilers. Because then, most of the time, they're right. <laughs> like, you oh, know, yeah. have gone on, like, Reddit or, like, any anywhere. Just And then, this is, like, even just, like, a few days before, like, the, the world premieres and stuff. I swear to God, like, these people get it right. And I'm like, how are you guys getting this? Are you guys, are you guys the hackers? Like, I just want to know who's hacking and who's getting all this right. 
And it seems like exactly. every, every time I go on these things, I swear to God, they're right. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm expecting to be like, I'm expecting <laughs> to be surprised, like, oh, you guys are wrong. But, you know, with Endgame, with, with Rise of Skywalker, I swear to God, everything they wrote down was everything just went on screen and i'm like god damn it <laughs> why yeah there were those his name was like jedi practice was his username on reddit and he leaked the entire plot in yeah. august in august and i went back and read that after the movie and everything he said was right everything it was insane like at that point you almost think like is this guy is there like a source from lucasfilm that was like i don't like this plot line I'm just going to leak it or like an angry employee that you have like that specific of details. Yeah, I There's would. something else going on here. I would. I mean, okay, obviously we're starting off this podcast really angry. So it seems like it, it does seem like setting the tone. This movie. <laughs> I think consensus wise, like her and I kind of agree. We, we love it and we hate it. Um, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, you know, both feel the same way. Like, we love it, we hate it. But, I mean, clearly we're starting off with a hate. <laughs> and one of the things is the fact that it just, it it was so fuck. it was obviously so fucking rushed. And then, oh, like, yeah. leaks that you just said about how it could have been an Easter release, how Ben could have been resurrected. Of like, dude, that makes so much more fucking sense. And oh, it yeah. It's perfect. Anything could have been better than just the the two the two hours that we got. Like if they added another hour, or if they split it into two movies, I think they could have yeah. covered more ground minimally just by adding another hour. The, uh, the leaks today said that the final runtime that JJ had was three hours and two minutes. I would like been on the same as Oh my god. Yeah. Fucking Marvel did it. Marvel did it with a three-hour movie. And Endgame didn't even feel like three hours, too. I thought that I, I didn't love the movie as a whole, but the pacing I thought was good. I was yeah. never really bored. Yeah, no, seriously, it was good. I, I thought I thought that they covered a lot of ground for any holes that they might have missed or or just, like, they completely added a new element of story, which is what Star oh, Wars yeah. was to do obviously because you know obviously we didn't we we didn't touch upon a lot of the things that they that they showed us in this movie until now because you know with the director changes with all the script rewrites i don't know i don't even know what they've rewritten at this point if it if they rewritten movie or if they rewrote if they rewrote the last jedi i don't really know anymore at this point um but it, it was clearly going through a lot of changes um and they're not as they're not as organized as Marvel. Sorry to say, but it's just at the same time, mm-hmm. it's like because aren't you guys all in the same umbrella? <laughs> like, yeah, guys there were almost no vision for this trilogy. Like every no director, like it's obvious that every director wanted something different. Yeah, and then you know, you know, you know, all the claims that they were saying, like with all, like this is all fan service. What fan service? I didn't see any fan. <laughs> But if it wasn't it was the shittiest fan service, it was probably like they picked they picked the like they picked like the worst parts that they could do fan service for. Like okay. oh yeah, I guess sure. Did people really want that? I okay sure. Why? I 
nostalgia, like, I don't really care that much about nostalgia and references, but, like, if you're going to do it, it has to make sense. Like, it has to make sense for the character. You can't just throw it in there so people are like, oh, I understood that reference. Like, yeah, it just, it was just so forced. To Okay, so, like, did you grow up, did you grow up watching Star Wars? I did grow up watching Star Wars. I wasn't really into it. Like, I wouldn't say I was part of the fandom until The Last Jedi came out, because when that came out, I really, really loved it. And I noticed (laughs) everyone hated it. Like, everyone that I knew in real life. So I was like, okay, am I the only one? And then I sort of got into, like, the Star Wars fandom. But I grew up watching them and knowing about Star Wars. Because I grew up with two older brothers, so, like, everyone was having lightsaber battles in the kitchen and playing Lego Star Wars and Battlefront. And stuff like that. So you and I had the same upbringing almost. So I was born into it too. Um, But I never really, like, I I love them. Like, don't get me wrong. I love them. I watched every single one of them at least once. And I'm talking about the prequels. I watched each prequel once. Again, I'm so sorry. I could not go back there ever again. And then, uh, but I would rewatch six over and over and over again all throughout my life. Um, but I never, I was never obsessed. I was never obsessed until I think, yeah, until the Last Jedi. Because I remember I wrote an article on Raylo, and I was like, I'm so for this right now. <laughs> and even, even, even then, like I wasn't really super obsessed. My obsession mm-hmm. kind of came randomly and out of nowhere i think as as the rise of skywalker got close to and it's it's actually pretty bad because considering how <laughs> with the, the rise of skywalker i would i regret not really joining the fandom sooner i mean you know what i mean like not really not really being so active in the fandom sooner oh um, yeah i totally but, agree i wish i could say that i was a 2015 raylo but I can't. I was only yeah. a 2017 Raylo. I was trying. Yeah, I was kind of like you. Like Raylo was what got me into Star Wars because I I can't really like see symbolism and themes that well in movies because I'm not really observant. But like yeah. I really liked Raylo, and the Raylo community is just so genius. They have like all these like literary symbolism that's in all these movies and like they yeah. tell like about the themes everything down to like the color of outfits like how does that kind of visually how's that a visual metaphor for the characters and it's just really fascinating stuff and that's what really got me into the fandom and I wish I could say I was 2015 Raylo and had, had been there at that time but I, I can't own that unfortunately. Uh, I can't own that either honestly because I, I remember when I was watching The Force Awakens I, I was saying this in in um in, in the Shipperland podcast. I was I was saying that I thought they were cute. I I like them way better than I did Finn and Ray. Fortunate, unfortunately, I just wasn't. I didn't. I didn't find that to be a romantic ship. I couldn't go on board with Finn and Ray. Um, but no, I, just, I saw that more platonic myself, honestly. Yeah, yeah, me too. But at the same, well, not really. I saw it more one sided in that movie but um that's that's fair it was like it was like a elementary school crush yeah yeah, ray wasn't having it (laughs) she's like don't take my hand she was was not into it at all (laughs) no right right. more british accent than that yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) i remember i didn't really 
Yeah, I, I didn't really ship them, but I totally knew that that's where the story was going because it was obvious. Like, who who is this scavenger? Why is she so important? And then all of a sudden, she was force sensitive. And then, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, her and Kylo, you know, went at it. Because it's like, oh, there's two force sensitives, and then they're just like, you know, <laughs> it's, it's clear that that's where it was going because that's pretty much how all Star Wars stories start. There's always oh, a light. Yeah. Park. there's always a girl and a boy <laughs> so you know it's just it's it that's obviously where, where it was gonna go but i didn't really i thought they were cute but I, at the same time it was just kind of like that's it like all right well i guess that's it <laughs> and then the last jedi came and i don't know what happened but i was like god damn it this is so good <laughs> so good i thought that we would have got that hand touch scene that we got in the last jedi who would have thought we would have gotten that at the time of the Force Awakens. Oh my what god! Is it? Yeah, and see, like JJ before the Force Awakens was like, oh yeah, there's gonna be a central romance, and then everyone was talking about Raylo, and I was like, is Disney bold enough for that? Because that's like a hardcore enemies to lovers sort of trope, and I was like, I don't know if they're bold enough to do that, and then they did it. I, for all of Disney's faults, I I'm very very proud. We won. We did win. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we did. Like, even up to the end, we won. I still say that. Oh, yeah. One. It's canon. <laughs> it's canon. <laughs> what more can we ask for? I mean, you know, like, it could have gone a 180 and gone the other way, and we it wouldn't be canon. And then what are we going to do now? It's like, oh, shit. You know? <laughs> like, it's not. like, I've had that pain. <laughs> I've had that pain yeah. all throughout this year. So... With I like, was so convinced Raylo would happen in The Rise of Skywalker that it would be Endgame that I didn't even process the pain I was going to go through if it didn't happen. I, I like I don't even know what I would have done because that was my life. <laughs> For like two years, I loved Raylo so much. Like, I don't know how I could cope with that. <laughs> no, yeah, that's true. See, but that's the thing, though. It's like you would... You would think Star Wars would be a lot different than what Endgame had presented to us. You know, like I, I didn't expect to I didn't expect heartache. It's Disney. Like I don't I didn't expect death over my favorite like over the heroes. You know what I mean? Like I just yeah. with Iron Man with Black Widow, like she is my most favorite female in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So imagine how I felt when I when I saw that death. I was like, what? what and she and she's like she's a heroine like this that's ridiculous mm -hmm. i was so pissed and then and then tony dies i was like okay oh, it's because this is literally his last movie he doesn't want to come he doesn't want to go back to it um mm -hmm. at the same time it was like did you have to kill him off like he could have saved the world and just retired Apparently, yeah. redemption arcs aren't allowed to end in anything with death now. Bullshit. I think that's just what it is. Bullshit. We're, it's Disney, guys. Like, it's it's fucking Disney. Like, you would think we would be living happily ever after. No, clearly not. I guess that doesn't, it doesn't work anymore. If Walt Disney was still alive, he'd be upset. <laughs> he would have been I like, no. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> and then he would change it. And then it we would be happy. It's like, oh, that's great. Thank you. <laughs> it's kind of concerning that movies, and especially Disney, they're almost more 
they almost prioritize shock value and just making sure that the audience can't predict the plot line than actually telling a good story, which I think for an industry that's supposed to be art and not just some sort of like process, like commercialized product. I feel like that's what we're moving towards, which is why a lot of the directors are coming out and saying like, Marvel's not cinema, like Star Wars isn't cinema, because we're almost losing that like beautiful storytelling aspect. Yeah, which happily ever afters are really part of that. Um, and but now it's just all about shock value. Oh, who's gonna die? And yeah, I, like I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. That's true. Nobody. That no. That that is true. Actually, that is true. Like I feel. I feel like they have to have one or the other. At the, like yeah. nowadays, instead of having both, it's like okay. Well, can't you just do both? <laughs> I need a happily ever after. People want a lot of people still want happily ever afters. Not everybody's cynical in this world. Like we just not everyone wants to watch the world burn. Not everybody. (laughs) Only a couple handfuls. But you know, fix it later. (laughs) Like that's fine. I don't care. Fix it later. Like uh, whatever. Anyway, (laughs) I don't. If I keep going, I'm just not gonna stop. All right, let's 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 maybe we start talking about the actual movie. <laughs> All right, so, let's do that. <laughs> the first point that we want to point out: Palpatine's return. Mm. <laughs> I don't like. I I have mixed feelings about this movie in general. So everything that I'm gonna be pointing out has mixed feelings. Or I <laughs> same. Together. <laughs> it's either mixed feelings or I hate it. It's not yep. it's not anything. It's me trying to like something, but like deep down, I just hate it. But like trying to find one good thing out of it so yeah. I don't just feel like I wasted twelve bucks on a ticket <laughs> in like two years investing into a phantom. Oh my I don't want to feel stupid for liking something so much, so I'll just kind of live in denial. <laughs> <laughs> okay well Palpatine's return like I, th- I thought it was actually a, a good idea for the most part for the most part like, I'll start with the positive like bringing back an iconic villain from the beginning of this series is is a, is a bold move it's a good move at the same time I guess I didn't start off with with really caring how positive it was <laughs> because <laughs> It it just led to it just led to Rey being a Palpatine when with the Last Jedi she was clearly a nobody, um, and you know like in order for Palpatine to return it was a little it was a little messy. It, it was a good concept like let's have Palpatine return. Cool, I was so excited for it, but I couldn't and I was so, I was I was excited honestly to have Rey as a Palpatine, but the way it was. The way it was translated on screen, it just didn't work out for me. Like so Yeah, that's like a lot of the movie. It was good concepts, but just badly executed. Yes. I did not want to see Palpatine return in the opening crawl. The second I saw the dead speak, I was like, no. Like I, I loved the idea of Palpatine returning like you, but why bring back an iconic villain off screen and not really elaborate on that? Which, like, I know J.J., the whole Anakin saber coming back in, he literally just justified by saying, that's a story for another day. So I wasn't 
like expecting a really long backstory knowing who the director was but don't show him off screen coming back I I just didn't really love that and then like you said with raising the Palpatine like it's an interesting plot line and I think Ray Palpatine and Ray Nobody thematically are good on their own but when you've already established the whole Ray's a nobody like she she doesn't have her destiny laid before her she has to forge her own path and like grow as a woman and become self-made like that plot line was just so good and that was clearly like the final word on Ray's backstory like that's what it was clearly supposed to be and just retconning it I I I really just did not like that I I did not like how they executed the whole Palpatine thing but I did like that he came back when I heard that last at the end of the teaser trailer when they dropped it oh yeah I, I did not know what to think I was like oh my goodness this is gonna be the best Star Wars movie ever um oh. don't have those thoughts anymore but yeah I no, was great. really excited for that return right no I screamed I remember screaming when when I heard <laughs> I was like, oh my god and then <laughs> on the ride of Skywalker and I was like crap <laughs> they just <laughs> It could have been. It could have been fine if you know if the last Jedi had just said, "You're a Palpatine instead of you're a nobody." Then okay. Then then it would have. Then obviously, then the rise of Skywalker would be that time to explain how the fuck she became a Palpatine to begin with. Like who? She, clearly, she is. Mm-hmm. She's his granddaughter. But how did that come about? So that could have given us time to really see. Um, why they're or how they're related like what happened to her exactly um because there was that was a lot of there was a lot of questions about that too like what exactly happened to ray um and mm-hmm. it just wasn't I, I just feel like i feel like they did not like jj and ryan johnson just didn't talk to one another and didn't really yeah. talk about their their concepts because i don't i don't think it was planned that jj was to come back um no, yeah, it was supposed to be a third director, and apparently Kathleen Kennedy wanted Ryan Johnson back, but yeah. then um, the Disney head, Bob, is it Iger, Eager? I'm not really sure to pronounce his uh-huh. name, but he, he was like, no, we want JJ back. I think that's what kind of happened there. Massive lack of communication, for sure. Oh, God, why? I'm, okay, like, my thing with JJ Abrams he is amazing at starting stories. He's yeah. amazing at starting stories. He, but he, this is like, this is self-confessed. Like he, he actually knows that he sucks at endings. So why bring back a director that sucks at endings <laughs> to end the movie? That is the question. We are all wondering. <laughs> like that's ridiculous. This is 40 years of us waiting well, clearly it's only 30 years for me because I'm only 30. But 40 years <laughs> for most people waiting for the most epic conclusion to the most epic saga ever existed. Like, you know, like, this is, this is Star Wars. Like, everybody fucking loves Star Wars. Like, Star Wars is, <laughs> if you think about it, it's the movie. It's the movie. It's the movie. That's all you gotta say. It's, it's yeah. It's, it's probably the most well-known really yeah. movie franchise out there. Everyone knows what Star Wars is. 
Right. That's that's the thing. Like everybody knows what Star Wars is. Even if you don't like it, everyone knows what Star Wars is. It's revolving around your life no matter what it is. Like even if you like it, if you don't, it's gonna revolve around your life. So imagine the hardcores like the, forty years and you waited for this shitty ass conclusion. Like, ooh, that sucks. And it didn't even like something that was supposed to conclude nine films honestly didn't even conclude its own trilogy. Like it was yeah. so just it really you could take that movie out of the saga and it would still you could still pick up what's going on because it just felt so just different because they retconned pretty much everything and there was not a lot of really references to the prequel trilogy i mean besides like anakin and obi-wan and some of the jedi council having those little voiceovers like it really it didn't i it didn't there was no closure I don't know. I just, I, no, I no. there definitely could have been a more solid ending. Oh, for sure. This was not it. And it wasn't even, it wasn't even just the prequels that they didn't really touch on. It was also, I mean, they, I, I know they touched upon a lot of like the anthology stuff, not anthology stuff, um, more so like the extended, the extended universe, not so much the canon. So like, you know, I mm-hmm. Rebels, uh, with Clone Wars, with Clone Wars, they they touched a little bit upon it, like with, I mean, I'm kind of jumping with like World Between Worlds, um, with Exegol. Mm-hmm. So that's that that was one thing that I that I noticed, um, that they got out of Rebels, um, but like like you said, like they just they really just didn't touch upon a lot of the things that they should have touched upon. That they they gave us more questions and more plots that were just introduced and more and more characters with um, jumping um but like they, instead they just did that they, they they just gave us more shit they just threw more shit in and i'm like yeah and they, they still didn't even answer half of it i'm like oh really um but but like like going back to palpatine like how how is he even still alive like did they even really talk about that like is he a clone <laughs> what is the like, only thing yeah he was just like he repeated that line he said to anakin i think in episode three where he's like the 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 dark side the Sith have powers that some consider to be unnatural but that line is like really vague and it's never elaborated on the rest of the film which i think the like you said, making the movie longer or splitting it into two parts, we yeah. weren't really given enough time to explain anything or even give the actors and actresses to sort of emotionally respond. Like, that's why I love that Endgame was three hours. You got to see every character, no matter how their arcs ended up, you got to see them sort of emotionally experience what they were going through. But like, Ray finds out she's a Palpatine. She has like a three second reaction and then it's not really brought up that much. Like Kylo figures out that Palpatine's the one in his head, like emotionally and mentally manipulating him and it's never brought up again. Like these are big things for those characters and it's just sort of like, eh, like we're not, we're not going to show them reacting to it. And it, uh, it, it just really, really bothered me because I know, I know it could have been executed so much better with the yeah. things that they included. But it was just, oh, it was so rushed. Yeah, and it, and, and and so now I can now I can actually talk about what I, my next point, like the fact that there were so many things unanswered with the characters that we already with the characters and the plot lines we already knew about, like in, mm-hmm. 
instead we got more new characters, more plots, more new romances, and it's, it was just taking away from just all the already established shit. Um, yep. Like, like Zori. Like I, I love Carrie Russell. Don't get me wrong. Like that could have that really. <laughs> I thought it could have been. I thought she was pretty badass, but and it, and it could have been better. Um, but in a way, I kind of felt like she didn't really need to be that important. And the only reason why she was important was to give Poe a love interest. Mm-hmm. And it sucked. Which wasn't even necessary. Yeah, it sucks. It was At just necessary. I, I didn't need Poe to be. You can't you can't just throw in a love interest and expect us to be like oh we sh- yeah we ship it after one movie like that kind of thing and it especially with yep. limited scenes that Carrie Russell even had like okay so he's a spice runner or he was a spice runner and he had a history with her and then they were flirting and that's it it's like okay they they barely spent enough time together on screen for me to really go like okay they're cute they they have potential to get back together. I, I need to know more. I, I just need to know more about these, like his spice running life. Like I needed to know more about that. I needed to know what happened and why is she so mad? Um, why, um, just like that. So basically I had more questions instead of being all like, okay, I'm cool. But if she would have just been introduced beforehand or at least just be like a, I mean, she is a secondary character, but at the same time, just more so background-ish then I could have been okay with it because it was important that they were on her planet to begin with. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to find, uh, oh my God, who's the one that uh, pulled C-3PO's memory out of him? Oh, Babu Frick? Yes. The yes. Little, little, little monkey guy or whatever he's yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he was clearly important, so they needed to be there in order for for him to or for them to meet him and to get C3PO's memory out. Um so yeah, clearly they're going to cross paths, but they didn't she really didn't really need to be that important. Like they made her they yeah, made her definitely not. You know what I mean? Like they made her You're going to introduce new characters in the final movie of the nine movie saga. They have to either like m- like metaphorically show the impact that the heroes yeah. have made on other people or they need to challenge the character which yes. challenged the main characters which neither Zori or Jana did they they didn't have a really that big of a purpose except right. to explain the characters backstories which we honestly didn't really need um but yeah they were if if they're going to be in there you got to you got to give them a better in, better impact on the movie Though I will say Zori's line about how the um she said it was something like that's how they win is by making you think that you're alone. For I wasn't a huge fan of the dialogue in this film. I thought it was a little bit prequel like and the writing wasn't the best. That I can sort of forgive if the character development and the themes are there, which they kind of weren't. But that line was the most memorable for me. So I think that's why I'm kind of okay with her character, just because I really liked how she delivered that. Um, but yeah, yeah no, other than that, yeah, no, I don't I, know what they were doing there. That. I love that line. I love her character. I'm just saying, like, I just needed, I needed more of her to really, to really just resonate with her character, just to really relate, just to really want to 
really want her to be on my screen. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like I I love it. Like she was so bad. She was badass. <laughs> she could have been more oh, badass. Yeah. Just need more of her. Cool. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. So but but then I didn't. Instead instead they just threw her in. I know this for a fact because it's obvious. Like they just threw her in to give Poe a love interest. And I'm like, oh, dude, really? Like, if if they didn't really just give her, if she really just wasn't reduced down to a love interest and she was more if, more important to the storyline. If anything, she was, she and Jana, like you said, she and Jana were actually just additions to the final battle. Like, they needed their people in order to, to survive, to win. They needed their their people to to really just participate in 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 the final war um so i find that yeah that's fine that's that's important you need the you need those people but she was too way too important to where it's like she she was part of the main cast she 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 had more screen time than than all the rest of the other plots all the rest of the other older characters like like Rose, for example, like she did, she barely got any screen time, and she was so prominent in the Last Jedi. But she, mm-hmm. but Dominic Monaghan, whom I love, like I love Lost, <laughs> Dominic Monaghan, <laughs> but he had more significant importance than her, and that's not fair for the other characters that weren't touched upon. Like there, there were so many other characters, little characters there that had more significant impact than having new more quote unquote important characters like Zori and Jana. Like Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like Jana Jana, I think it could have been executed a little bit better. Jana made more sense being a more important character than Zori to me because it, it could have been like she it's her so much potential. Clearly she's she's Lando's child. There's I feel like there's yeah. no doubt about that. Um yeah. They, they kind of made that really obvious. I'd be surprised if right he wasn't yeah, I, it it was a little bit too obvious, and it was it was badly executed in the end, as to mm-hmm. as to them hinting that she was his child. It was really badly executed, but there was there could have been so much potential to that. Like why? Like okay, so she's an ex stormtrooper too, just like Finn. So I get yeah. that that that's um a reason for them connecting, for them um wanting to be around each other more. But there could have been so much potential of that. Like Finn doesn't know who his family was, so the, he could have been he could have been her long lost like twin or something. You know what I mean? That's what I thought. What was gonna happen? Because yeah. I thought that Jana was gonna end up being his sister, and mm-hmm. then that they would both be like force sensitive. I thought yeah. that Finn should have been force sensitive in the Force Awakens. Um, I was on board with the Finn. I didn't like how they did it in this movie, though, because, like, when he's talking, when Finn's talking to Jonna, which was another thing I would have changed, why not have Finn be the inspiration for Jonna in those other stormtroopers leaving? Like, why not use her to show Finn's impact? Because everyone would have known about how, oh, my word, like, a a stormtrooper just, like, went 404 and, like, went to the other side. Uh, that that would have inspired other people and I think they could have used her that way and oh, it would have helped Finn's backstory and then even going further and having Finn like lead a stormtrooper rebellion I think would have been good for his art oh, but then God, when, you take, yeah. when you take Rose out 
which the reason Rose, a lot of people don't like her character. I loved Rose. She was the only person who really challenged Finn. Poe didn't really challenge Finn. Um, as far as arcs go, they had really, really good chemistry, but he didn't really challenge Finn. And then Finn was too busy running after Ray. Rose came in and was like, hey, there's more than just like protecting your friends. Like you need to fight for a cause. And Finn kind of learned like how to actually be a hero instead of just kind of dog tagging Ray. And then when you take Rose out of the picture, guess what Finn immediately goes back to? He kind of gets retconned to his Force Awakens arc. If you count how many times Finn yells Ray, just screams it, it's 23 times in that entire movie. And then in eight conversations that he has, in the film where he's not with Ray, he's talking about Ray. Like his whole arc goes back to revolving around Ray when it really, like him leading that Stormtrooper Rebellion would have been such a good full circle arc. They just really wasted an opportunity with Ben. No, I agree. No, for sure. 100%. Like that could have been, that actually, that actually makes me look at him being force sensitive in a new light. Because I thought, it, at first, I was so angry. Like, the fact that he was to begin with. And I was like, what? Like, it came out of nowhere. Um, mm -hmm. If anything, the only force using that he was doing was, what, wielding Anakin's saber? Uh, yeah. Face of Rey in The Force Awakens because she couldn't do it. And then she did. And so there was no importance to, to him having that saber whatsoever. Um, and then all of a sudden he's force sensitive here when he wasn't in the last Jedi. So it's like, okay, really? Like I, I looked, I looked back upon it. I was like the force awakens. Was he even, were there even hints of him being force sensitive apart from the fact that he held the saber? No, 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 there was so none. That was just a, another plot that was just added in because of one's fan service, probably, and then two, they, they really yep. wanted it, but it wasn't executed in the last movie. Why are you gonna add it now? Like, and then and, it just, yeah, don't go further with it. Like you said, like that would have been so much, so good. Like them finding out that they were siblings, that they're twins, and they're both mm -hmm. clearly questioning why are we feeling these things, and then. It, it just wouldn't be so random if they just touched upon it a little bit more. Like I said, like if they added another hour, if they added it into two movies, that could have made more sense. But yeah, and I didn't like they almost used Finn being force sensitive to sort of explain the reason why he betrayed the First Order. Because when he's talking to Jonna, he's like, it was a feeling, you know, the force told me that I should make good decisions. Like, why can't he just own that decision for himself? Like, it kind of almost gives a lesson of, oh, like, you're only a hero if you're Force-sensitive. Like, why do we need the yeah. Force to explain his decision? Why can't Finn just be like, you know what, this is what I think is morally right. I, I don't agree with slaughtering innocent people. I don't like the First Order. I'm going to leave. But it almost takes away from that just, that just turn that he made to be, like, stand up for what was right. I, I just, I don't know. They The way they kind of attribute that to the Force is just, why? Oh, wow. I, I, I didn't even get that. I didn't even get that from until you just said it. That's true. Yeah. Holy shit. That was my first, like, reaction to that. I was like, wow. He made that decision on his own. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, 
if that was if that was hinted in the Force Awakens, then I would have been fine with it. It's not like yeah. it's not like I don't welcome more Force sensitive people. <laughs> like I don't want to make it sound oh, like yeah. I don't welcome that because everybody has that Force. It's just so if you're born with it or you know like or for some I don't know you you know what I mean like you're either born with it or you yeah actually no you're born with it you're you're born with being Force sensitive somehow. Um, if it if it's hereditary, if it's not whatever, like so you have if you have it, you have it. But it, like if he would have just if it would have just there were hints that he was practicing it all throughout those the Force Awakens, like that that would have been fine. But like I said, it was just all about him just wielding the saber for five seconds. That's it. Yep. That's all I got from the Force Awakens. And then after that, Hot Jedi didn't didn't they didn't touch upon it. And I I can see. I can see why people are angry about The Last Jedi because there were a lot of things that weren't touched upon from The Force Awakens. But then you look at The Rise of Skywalker, none of it was touched upon. Like, none of the, nope. the Last Jedi was touched upon. So, like, they, all it's really just a difference between, like, all the, all the directors. And I think that's what Marvel did right, um, is keeping the same directors. As, as much as I, there are little things that I hated about Endgame, obviously. You're not going to like everything. But the fact that continued on with the same writers, the same, um, the same directors, it helped for the majority of it. Clearly, clearly, there's still a lot of things that they that they um, that they did in Endgame that I don't agree upon because it just it came out of nowhere. And then it makes you question, like, wait, these are the same directors, these are the same writers. How did they get this wrong? Um, but like I said, at the same time, to the majority of that, like keeping the same direction, it does help. It does help because it keeps the story consistent. And unfortunately, it just didn't happen. It didn't happen. So I, I can see why people didn't like The Last Jedi. I can see why people didn't like The Rise of Skywalker. And Force Awakens seems to be the most perfect one because it was the first one. Um, so, yeah. you know, I could see that. But, you know, like, it, I, I don't know. They're, they're, they're I just wish that JJ just didn't like. I could really. This is the Rise of Skywalker. I could blame it all on JJ because this is his movie, not Ryan Johnson's movie. So if if anything, he should have. If he was going to touch upon things that he was trying to hint with the Force Awakens, they could have used more screen time for sure. And then it would have been nice if he would have just touched upon the Last Jedi too, because it's it was he totally retconned it. It's like he just forgot that that was part of the trilogy instead of, he was thinking that it was just this is the sequel it was just two movies no it's a trilogy dude like you need to touch upon the only thing he touched upon and which he did get right was Raylo. honestly yeah that's the only mm -hmm. thing he got right because like i mean if he imagine if he disregarded Raylo altogether as a romantic thing then obviously he would have retconned the whole last jedi um but he didn't because he got the Raylo part right um, but anyway, um, another one, one other, one other character that I, that I pretty much hated that didn't need, I feel like I, I feel like I didn't, he didn't need to be in this movie at all was the new droid. I hated that new droid. Oh, Dio. Yes. I hated the that. The little, um, the yellow and green cone head thing. Dude, it, yeah, that was, do you play video games? Yeah. Um, a little bit, not as much anymore, but I used to play a lot of like Battlefront stuff like that. 
do you know have you heard of the game plans versus i don't think so oh man look it up when you get the chance later i swear to god it's that fucking plant he looks like that fucking plant that's shooting peas <laughs> like my cousin was saying this he hasn't even watched the movie yet like he's actually he's more into he's more into the mandalorian than he is um the canon movies um he's he's never really finished a canon movie any of the nine movies so i'm a little disappointed in him obviously but he knew who Dio was because he started seeing scenes probably from me because then I just kept tweeting like crazy. Um, but at the same time, he probably just, I mean, he saw the trailers and shit. So it's obviously like, obviously Dio is around. He's seen Dio and he was just like, they just throw shapes and call it a day. I'm like, yeah, I know. It does seem like it. It does seem like they just threw like a couple of parts, like a couple of leftover parts from that ship and then just called it a day and he was able to speak. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, I don't really need this. But what was the importance of Dio? He had, he had, um, was it the map to the Wayfinder? He, he, no. yeah, he knew, well, he knew Ray's backstory because he was telling Finn about how the Oshi guy was supposed to go to Jakku and find the little girl. And that's how Poe and Finn found out like Ray, where where Ray was going, and like how she was the granddaughter of Palpatine. So the was... only thing, the <laughs> only reason I can like Do could have been a metaphor for Ben in a way because they were when they first met Do. Um, C three PO was like, oh yeah, like he was abused, and then he like recovered and is now good or something like that. So I thought that that could have been a metaphor for Ben, but like it wasn't significant enough to where they really needed another droid on top of like C-3PO and R2 and BB-8. It wasn't a really necessary character. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I was going to say he sounds important now that you said that. <laughs> but at the same time, it's... <laughs> It took away from my R2-D2. It took away from my BB-8. Like, I didn't, I barely saw them in this movie. <laughs> All the things they really did was just a tree fell on them. Like, oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. Well, That's, like, the only thing he really did. Yeah. That in the end. But, I mean, fucking didn't really do anything in the end either. Like, they, they don't even, I don't even remember. Oh, no, no, no. They took him in the final battle. But still, like I could have had more BB-8 if it weren't oh, for yeah. him. You could never have enough BB-8. No. He said he was trying to befriend Dio and was like, oh, no, we're good. We're fine. Like, come in the family. And then fucking <laughs> all of a sudden Dio is so damn important. God damn it. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, like that. I mean, fuck. It's it's just taking away. Like I said, it's taking away from all these established characters already. Like I could have had more Force Ghost Luke. That would have been cool. Like I would have oh, wanted yeah. around all the goddamn time. Like if Leia couldn't be around, obviously Carrie Carrie Fisher couldn't be around. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. be and I and I like I'm I'm gonna touch upon that in a little bit. But like if anything, I could have gotten more Luke. That would have been that would have been great. Like it would have. I, 
that, yeah, I was convinced that Luke would appear to Kylo because at the end of The Last Jedi, he goes see around kid and then, like, he just doesn't see him around. I was convinced there was going to be a lot of Luke, which is why why I think that that Kylo should have shedded Kylo and been Ben and had his redemption literally in the first act of the movie. I was really, really shocked that he was, like, almost on the verge of the big bad of the movie there was like a point halfway through the movie where i was like is he even getting redemption because it was just i don't know he was right on the he was like halfway towards redemption in the last jedi and when he wasn't quite there yet it just felt like in in the novelization at the end of the last jedi it said that like it didn't feel like victory to him because he just basically wiped out his mom's whole military force and just got absolutely humiliated by Luke. Like all his pride and dignity is just gone. And he was so close. I thought it was going to be like, he's supreme leader and he realizes that there's still that hole in him that really only like turning to the light and like also Ray can fill. And I thought he was going to turn so much earlier and it would give more time for his arc to kind of flow. Mm-hmm. But that was one thing I was like, I was really shocked they waited so long on that. And I think that has a lot to do with Carrie Fisher's death, honestly. Like, I think, yeah. like, remember, you, you and I were talking about this, like, when right when we both watched The Rise of Skywalker, and we were just like, I feel like the story totally changed a lot because of what happened to Carrie. Um and it, it was clear that the sto- like they they really did change the story so then they can add more Leia in it. Um, they grab footage from the Force Awakens even to the to that point, like so then they can add more Leia to the story. Um, but imagine like imagine if Leia like if if Carrie Fisher didn't die, like that. I think that that's what have that's where it would have gone. Like I don't think Leia would have been a yeah. to begin with. I don't think she would have been practicing and training with Luke. That was totally out no. of it. Which uh, went actually went against her canon. Her yeah. whole like yeah. her extra canon, like extended canon, she like that was part of the reason why they had Vader say, like, Luke, tell your sister about me. Because yeah. she despised Vader. She despised the force because of Vader and would right. never associate with any of that. So yeah. when I saw Jedi Leia, I was like and it kind of not, not maybe makes her look like a bad mother, but the fact that she was like basically a Jedi, why couldn't she just train Ben and help Ben out? But then in the other canon, it's like she refuses to help Ben with his struggle with the dark side, which huh? then she would have struggled with as a Jedi. So it's just, it, it's, I think, I think you're definitely right. That was completely added in because they just didn't have enough footage because of her death. Yeah, I mean, clearly, like it was like her that scene with them training was CGI because it was it was supposed to be like like way years ago. Um, so they they totally added that element to that story, and I don't think Harrison Ford would have came back honestly if it weren't for Carrie's death. Um, because I think he was done. He was completely done. Oh he didn't yeah. Want to come back after the Force Awakens? He didn't actually. I don't think he really even wanted to do this to begin with, but. He had to because he was such an iconic character. He was such an important part of he was such an important part of the story. So I think honestly, I think Harrison Ford was totally okay with dying. And I think he really wanted I think he wanted Han to die. 
I don't know if his death to serve a purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead, instead they made Han come back via Leia for Ben to to finally turn back into into the light, which was really stupid. Um, yeah, I thought it was really stupid. Like as as much as I loved seeing that scene, I swear to God, I cried. I cried when he came back. I cried when they had that talk. Oh, me too. When he turned, I try. I cried when. When um when he threw his saber into the water, like everything, it got me. It got me good. Um, but if I think about it now, I think it was totally unnecessary. If Carrie Fisher were to be alive still to this day, um, but it, yeah, it was clear that they they made Leia project Han instead of herself because they didn't have obviously they didn't have the footage. They didn't have the footage to make her appear to Ben and. Um, and pull him back into the light. So is is that is that how you saw it when you saw that that scene? Yeah, like that was your okay. Yeah, My, I I think there's so many different takes on this scene, which I, I think is part of the confusing thing. It, it just it it I know it was hard that they didn't weren't able to shoot Carrie because of her death. But mm-hmm. I, the way I took the scene is that Leia was dying. Um, she used her death to just speak to Ben, and then the Han like was just his memory, and it had nothing to do with like Leia projecting it. That's just the way I saw it. But I think like what we take away from this is that that scene was extremely confusing, and no one knew what was happening. Um, uh, also, she- why did she disappear there? She faded the same time that Ben did, which I I was also confused by. Um, I I just I just don't know what their goal was there. Maybe she did project on, but that's that's not what I saw when I watched it. And I my my brother, I asked him, I was like, what did you think of that? And he had a completely different take on it. So, I don't oh, know. Hey, what did he say? I wonder what their vision was actually there. Is that did you, did they? Is that something that they said? I have no idea what is happening. I I remember I remember um I remember Ben saying to Han, You're just a memory. And then Han was like, Yeah, you're a memory. So it made sense that you thought it was something different because he said it. Yeah. He said it, right? Um to yeah, me no, he definitely I, said that. Right. To me, I interpreted it to where Leia did reach out to Ben in that way. Like she took memories. She took, she took a memory of his father, his face, and, but then made it into a whole vision instead kind of thing. I don't know if that makes sense. Okay. No, no, I no, I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know. Like it uh, clearly it was just all confusing. It was, um, oh, yeah. it, it, there's just, that's just in general about this movie, though. <laughs> it's confusing. So many questions. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember, like, you said, though, like, he was so far from redemption at this point. Like, he, he didn't oh, yeah. get redeemed until the second act, and the end of the second act. But really, like, yeah. I don't really understand why they made it to where he was so far from redemption that far into the movie because all he really wanted to do was talk to Ray. He just wanted to yeah. he wanted to get her get like to talk to her and just tell her 
like I'm just trying to get rid of the old and start a new rule to you. Like they didn't he didn't really necessarily he didn't really necessarily say that it was gonna be an evil rule. But I mean, even though like that's what he knew, but at the same time it's like he he trained in the light for a long time with Luke. So it's like we don't even really know what Kylo's intentions were as far as starting a new rule. Right? Like it's not, yeah, it's not like, we, we have no idea. He wanted the past to die. So that means Yeah, he was like the Jedi and the Sith. Yeah. He didn't want to do that. Yeah, he didn't want that. Like it, it was clear that it wasn't he didn't really necessarily say that he wanted he wanted a new rule to be Sith wise. Like he or Sith wise yeah. Sith wave. Like the Sith wave. Yeah, the fact that the lightsaber was suspended means that both of them were right to an extent because you see the lightsaber ben's only able to use that legacy lightsaber when he's doing something that's kind of like inherently good or has some sort of good intention behind it like it wouldn't come to him in the force awakens it went to ray but then he was able to use it in the last jedi when he was able to turn it to kill snoke so the fact that it went to neither of them like Mm -hmm. they were each both right and also both wrong about something yeah. Um, which I think was also another them coming together and bringing balance. Like yeah. it, the force didn't like when they were fighting or when they disagreed. Um, it wanted them to come together. So I think that might have been the part that Ben was right about with them like coming together and you know like bringing balance. But yeah, yeah it, like his intentions weren't. I don't think they were as bad as they were portrayed to be in The Rise of Skywalker. It was just, the characterization was a little off. You, can, you can't tell me that after seeing Rey after one year, because I guess we have to assume that they didn't have any contact for that year gap, which wasn't even explained, which I thought was weird. Usually when there's year gaps in Star Wars, which is I think pretty much every movie except for The Force Awakens and the last jedi and then maybe rogue one and a new hope have year-long gaps or more there's like a multi-year gap and it's always explained in the opening crawl but it really wasn't explained that much everything was revolved around palpatine but you can't you can't tell me that kylo's first words were would be palpatine wants you dead to ray after he was like basically drooling over her in the last jedi it just it felt really weird I can see, I can see, I can see your side. I can see it. But at the same time, I I see it kind of differently, honestly. Like, I, I, it does make sense to me that he's still mad. I just wish that he wasn't mad for so long in this movie. Like, it, it makes sense to me because he, he, all he wanted was his girl to be on his side. Like, he just wanted yeah. her to be on his side, but he didn't get that. So that's the reason why he was mad at the end of the last Jedi to begin with, because Ray didn't want to go with him. He didn't want to take her hand. He didn't want to take his hand. Um, she didn't want to take his hand. I'm sorry. Uh, so it was it was clear. Like uh, obviously, like it was a it was like a boyfriend girlfriend fight. Like your your girlfriend yeah. go with you, so it's like you're gonna be mad. Clearly, right? You're, like you're that, and that's just how his upbringing was because he was he was basically. He was basically under Snoke's influence. He was under Palpatine's influence. Um, so clearly, he's going to go the violent route. Uh, but 
but still, it's like that's just, that's the whole reason why he was mad to begin with because he all he wanted was to just for her to to let the past die with him and to just start a new mm-hmm. rule. Like I said, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily going to be an evil rule. Like he wanted the Sith to die, not only the Jedi, yeah. he wanted the Sith to die too. So who who would like imagine if Ryan Johnson did the third movie? Like can you like I imagine that it would have been something totally different like it wouldn't be the sith it wouldn't be the jedi it would be something totally different and then the rise of skywalker mm-hmm. probably would have made more sense to me too like a skywalker could be a new set of jedi like it, it could have been it could have been a name of a new like a new brand of jedi instead um instead the ending was ray taking the skywalker <laughs> which made no sense to me um and i guess i could talk about that now <laughs> so so like <laughs> Uh, with her taking that name, it just made it seem like I remember I said this too in um, in the Shipperland podcast. I was like, it makes it seem like she's regarding Luke and Leia as her stand-in parents, which is weird all on its own because they're siblings. So it's like, okay, so you're you're thinking Luke's your dad, Leia's your mom. That's weird. They're siblings, and then you think about it like, so what's been to you? Right. So what's been to you, like your brother, cousin, like that's just fucking weird. <laughs> that's just fucking weird, especially since you just kissed the guy like and you've been in love with him yep. for like forever. So it's like, don't, don't, don't start with that. So that and then <laughs> with how they showed it, like they sh- they obviously showed their first their first ghosts that it was just Luke and Leia. Which I get because they're trying to make it their moment, you know, like I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're clearly going to be the four ghosts that you see because it's their moment. It's their moment to shine. They're the they're the reason why this this whole nine film trilogy is is to begin with. Honestly, like it's not. It is Anakin did start it, but it's really Luke and Leia who are the main characters of this whole this whole nine film anthology. Like it's it's all them. Like, this is their moment. So I get that that's why the Force Ghosts were them. But the way it made it, like, the they made Ray seem like, oh, I'm taking the game because I feel like they're my parents kind of thing. And it goes back to how Kylo was like, you just keep, like, looking for parental figures everywhere you go because you didn't have that. You know? Like, remember that part? Yeah. Like, when, I don't remember what movie that was. Was that uh, was that Force Awakens or was that the that last was- no, that was the Force Awakens in the interrogation scene when he was like yeah. reading in her mind. Okay, yeah. so that makes more sense as to why it was portrayed that way too. Because I remember when JJ was saying like he wasn't at that point he wasn't sure where he wanted Raylo to go. He wasn't sure if he wanted them to be siblings or if he wanted them to be romantic. And I remember mm-hmm. conflicted with his own thoughts. And I feel like he carried that to the, the Rise of Skywalker, which is more proof to, that he totally retconned and just didn't, didn't even, he probably didn't even watch it. <laughs> and, probably not, to be honest. Yeah, so it's like, you just totally carried on with The Force Awakens, and now you're making us doubt it. So it's like, what did you just show me? You just showed me that they were in love, and then at the end, it's what it, what was it a sibling love you don't kiss your sibling that way i'm sorry to nope. say you don't um, i definitely don't yeah i i don't have siblings but i if i did i wouldn't kiss them like that 
uh, it just it's not it's not clear that that was that was probably the most that was like the most unclear thing to me about the movie was the end as much as i would love as much as i love her taking on the skywalker name like you know um just just making the legacy live on it didn't make sense because it was taking it as a familial route because that's pretty much what what the entire the entire series is about it's about family but this one was taken way too literally to where it was like they're not necessarily blood but it's basically blood you know what i mean like like yeah so like i totally agree being like yeah these are my parents ben was my brother (laughs) what (laughs) there's like there's beauty and sound family in like you know but it just something something so like so off about it and i think you might have kind of hit the nail on the head there where it seems like they were her child yeah it was just i don't know i think maybe if ben was there as a force ghost and anakin was there as a force ghost it would have seemed it would have looked better and it would have been more like i'm taking the legacy but it really felt like she was just going back to her force awakens mode of like i just need parents to define me and that it really felt like she was kind of just almost like a replacement child for ben which and they just kind of like moved on and she was like the new child um like i don't know it could have been executed so much better oh yeah for sure okay so like touching upon that like for like force ghosts are only jedi right or i think i think so yeah yeah so so technically han can't be a force ghost neither neither can her parents right um race parents well i guess that was another thing is what is race race dad was the son of palpatine's i think what they said in the movie so wouldn't if he had the force too so but he wasn't a jedi that's the thing though like is it is it they they don't make that clear like if people are it's not if people are force sensitive, then can can they be force ghosts when they die? Like they don't make that clear. And I don't know yeah. too much about the extended universe to really answer that question for myself. So if you guys know that, please let me know. Um, I I just don't know. I don't know that far into the into the extended universe to really be able to answer that question. So I think about it, it's like, I I if you're gonna tell me that her parents are nobody from the last jedi right i probably and then you and you stick with that or the rise of skywalker then i probably wouldn't be questioning anything but the fact that it was introduced like they were nobodies but they were palpatines it's like no now i want to know like what what yeah uh, clearly clearly they were trying to hide ray from from palpatine himself um i'm almost leaning more towards the theory now that palpatine just flat out lied about her being his grandchild like it just like you're so right it makes the movie is so much less confusing and there's so many like less plot holes it's they just stuck with ray nobody yeah or like i said if they if they would have just introduced like oh but you're a palpatine in the last jedi then Yeah. yeah And obviously, you can go touch upon it even more in the Rise of Skywalker. 
but they didn't. Instead, they were like, no, they were nobodies. This is literally in this movie. They were nobodies, but they're Palpatines. It's like, what? Now, now you're making me question like, okay, well, if anything, I, if I were Ray, I know that my parents were good people. I probably would have been okay with that. Like, okay, so I did have parents. Yay, cool. So, but then instead, it made it seem like she she was so un- she was so ashamed of being a Palpatine. Um, but there was no good in being a Palpatine, so she took a Skywalker instead. Mm-hmm. That's like okay, which kind of doesn't flow with what Leia said about like don't be afraid of who you are earlier yeah. in the movie. Yeah, exactly. I I, I told you I, like it would have been okay for me if they just would have taken like if 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 it was just clear. She's clearly taking Skywalker also because of Ben. You can probably just think yeah. it, like that's a headcanon. Not only a headcanon though, but it probably is canon. It just wasn't it just wasn't shown. It might be in the novelization, maybe. Um, but the That like, is one thing I'm looking forward to. The novelization. Yeah, I am hoping things up. Yeah, I'm hoping it's in there. But like I I just don't it's not clear it's not clear enough it's it's clear that she took the skywalker name because of luke and leia but it's not clear enough that she took the skywalker name because of her boyfriend too like mm-hmm. Which, putting been, that in there would have solved immediately yeah it, it just would have been better like okay she clear because ben is a skywalker you guys have to remember that like he is a skywalker he's not just a solo he's a skywalker too so that makes sense. Like you, 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 you look at the two people that you looked up to the most. Um, although honestly, I, I don't think that she really looked up to Luke as much as she did Han. Um, but I mean, the Skywalker name, not no offense to Han, but is more important than Solo. <laughs> no offense, but like, yeah, clearly, like if you just be clear, like this is why I'm taking this name, like you know instead it was just it just made it seem like yeah, i'm just gonna stick with him because they're 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 like my alternate parents they're they're the ones that basically raised me in a way it's like that's well that's stupid like it's it just really is like as as beautiful as i i thought that ben's death was i'm i'm all about i'm all about angst i'm all about like tra- <laughs> But at the same time, it was fucking unnecessary. It was so unnecessary. And I touched touched more upon this in Shipperland. So if you guys want to hear about my Raylo thoughts, um, you guys can go to our Shipperland podcast and listen to the third episode because I just go on and on and on about this. Um, But I'll I'll give you a chance to talk about it if you want. If you want to talk more about um your thoughts on it because i already i said enough i've said enough about it already i was clear <laughs> this is beautiful but at the same time so stupid because he really didn't have to die yep. he could have just been yep. he could have just fought palpatine with her because clearly that's yes. that point to begin with because palpatine was like it's too and it's it's basically like they were basically they're a dyad they're a dyad and and they just needed he needed both of their energies in order for him to live again so what's the so it kind of contradicts her like defeating him by herself in the end 
It's like, how were you able to do that? Because she grabbed all the, because she grabbed all the dead. Uh, I cannot talk because she grabbed all the Jedi's <laughs> like powers all together. But still, it's like that didn't really that didn't make any sense either. Like it it did, but at the same time it didn't because it's just like you, you go from one minute to to her and Ben having that power already together for him to suck out and to bring life to him. Um, and then the next one he goes thrown into the pit. And then she grabs the for like she grabs the force, she grabs all the power of the other all the other Jedi. And that's how she defeats Palpatine. That's I think it's cool, but it was badly executed. Like it it didn't make any sense to me. You're telling me one thing one minute and then the next thing it's it's something totally different. But anyway, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> what a mood. It would have been so much more powerful if Ben and Ray like crossed lightsabers though, because you have Ray who, I mean, that's her grandfather who basically like literally indirectly killed her parents, and then you have Palpatine who's been in Ben's head literally since the womb, like in canon, um, where Leia can feel like Ben's darkness because Palpatine's speaking to him. Like right. he deserves a chance to, you know, like get back at his abuser you know like he should have a hand in that but yeah if i will say ben with ben's death i would have been okay with it if Rayla was never a thing if ray and kylo like weren't like essentially star wars versions of soulmates and right. like ray wasn't or ben wasn't who like ray who ray found belonging in like if if ray had found like true family in the trio and the resistance i would have been like you know, okay, I still don't love Death-Based Redemption. I think it's a more unique story if you have that character, like, sort of fit in again with the, like, come to the people, like, he hurt and, you know, sort of have to reconcile and people have to, like, forgive him. And, of course, some people would forget the character. Some people wouldn't. Um, but I think that's, like, a more interesting plot line. So I don't love the death as it is, but why have, like, Ray literally has, like, in canon, an empty wound because of Ben's death. So, like, why kill him off? Like, if she was what he really wanted. Like, Ray had everything she wanted in her grasp, and they just stripped it away. Which I think it's just really, really tragic for Ray that she couldn't have her soulmate. Like, she couldn't have Ben, who she wanted. Like, he finally, she waited and waited for him. She made it clear she didn't want Kylo. She wanted Ben. Which is why some people were like, oh, you know, like the romance, it just seemed like a quick turn. But I think the movie did, it made that point of like, when Ben turned, she wanted him immediately. She wanted him so bad that she cried in The Last Jedi when he wouldn't come back with her. Like, I totally understood that. But like, why would you make Ben who Ray really wanted if you're just going to kill him? I don't think that was fair to Ray's character to just throw her on a desert planet alone and she ends up at it at the same spot like then what was the point of Maz's line in the force awakens um like your parents are coming are never coming back but there's someone who will and even kylo telling ray you're not alone in the last jedi like what was just i just i don't know i if Rayla was never a thing i would have been okay with ray's death because ray would have found another family but i i just i can't i can't get over that ray's alone is what really, really bothers me. And she can't have what she wanted. And maybe they were trying to do like a, a female empowerment thing where 
like, oh, you know, race strong on her own. But I don't think giving a female a love interest is weak. Like, you can still be, like, you know, powerful and independent while, you know, wanting a family and having your romantic interests and stuff like that. But I don't know. I just don't think it was great for Ray's character. That was, like, the most unforgivable thing for me is they basically, like, sacrificed her character development and what she really needed and wanted on the altar of just fan service. And we're like, hey, let's throw on Tatooine by herself that has no emotional significance to her arc whatsoever where she started. That was just the, the, the biggest thing that bothered me about the movie that I just don't think I can forgive. <laughs> you know what's funny, though? Because that's exactly what I said in the other podcasts. That's exactly what I said. I really did. Great minds think alike. Oh, yeah, for sure. Hold on, hold on. Let me just go pee real quick. I really can't hold it. (laughs) One second. (laughs) Okay. Release the J.J. Abrams cut is trending on Twitter right now. Nice. (laughs) This is, it has almost 10,000 tweets. Oh, my. What did they do? to read these things the scene where kylo dies was four minutes longer with more dialogue ben was always supposed to die according to some sources but others say that there was an earlier draft where he wasn't ben's death was part of re-editing that's so stupid Oh my god. JJ was against the Raylo kiss in general. Disney was attempting to please both sides of the fandom. So basically they're saying that the Raylo kiss was fan service. I don't I don't know if I believe that though. I think JJ liked Raylo. These are just like speculations, right? Yeah. Um I thought it was JJ fought for Finn Poe. Disney didn't want Finn Poe. I wanted Finn Um, Poe. That's one thing I agree on. That's fine. I want it. The main cast is heated about the movie and they're angry at JJ. Ooh, this is getting very testy. What? Well, I mean, I see that, but what? (laughs) The cast is more outspoken and mad about it than JJ. Um, What are you reading? Wow. These these are the leaks on Reddit. This is what people are... the speculation from a source at Lucasfilm. Disney was hesitant to hire John Boyega because a woman was front and center and they deemed it risky to bring a female lead who's black? Are you kidding me? What kind of racist nonsense is this? What? That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. No. I don't know how much of this I believe. Yeah, JJ fought for Finn Poe, but he lost that battle. Well, I'm totally um, off for that, so that's one thing I agree on. <laughs> uh, apparently, Anakin was supposed to come in as a Force ghost. Yeah, that and they they cut they cut that out. Okay. Um, let's see what else is here. See, this just proves that just proves how shitty the execution of this movie is. This just proves it. This just proves it right here. Yep. Even if it's fake. This- even if production is fake, mess. yeah. Even if this whole this whole entire thread that she's reading right now is is um is all speculation, is all just fake. It's not really necessarily true. It's clear that 
or this outrage to the point where it's like we we it's shit it's shit it's shit um what was that what were we talking about before i went pee <laughs> um we were oh, talking about you said, that, you said that that was the what i said was the exact same thing you oh, said in your yeah. shipperland podcast. okay right 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 which is true which is true um but yeah like i said like it, like clearly what what amy's reading right now on reddit is like it's clear proof to where how shitty this movie is um as a whole like it it could have been like this is one this is one thing where i agree like rotten tomatoes like this is they're totally right <laughs> it's just sinking and sinking even more because of the fact that it sucks um it just could have been so much better i i if anything, I would you. I, I bet you everybody in this world would be okay if they just redo this movie, and just like just just axe this movie and just be like, this is not canon. This is canon, and then just change it. Like I don't, I don't believe. Um, I don't believe that JJ hated the fact that Raylo's romantic, per se. He probably didn't want it to go that way because he clearly wanted Finn and Ray to be together. That part of me was clear because it was very, even though it was very one-sided, it was all just Finn for the most part. Um, yeah. But it was clear that that's where he wanted it to go, which, which kind of makes sense. If you think about, um, if you think about the original trilogy, how Luke and Leia were supposed, were obviously supposed to be the main couple, but instead it was mm-hmm. last minute and made, they made them siblings and for 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 Harrison Ford's character for Han Solo to be the main love interest for Leia, um, which totally worked out then, but it, it it's clear that that's how it is. It was supposed like Luke and Leia are obviously Kylo and Rey in JJ's eyes, and then Finn is supposed to be Han. It's clear that that's where it was gonna go, but. I don't. I don't know if I really believe that that's where he was gonna go anymore. If he wanted Finn Poe to be a thing, because I totally, I oh my god, I just I couldn't. I didn't see it until the Rise of Skywalker. That's probably one of the best things that came out of the Rise of Skywalker was this just the amount of of potential romance, if not romance already, that Storm Pilot like emitted in that screen. Holy crap! Like I I never noticed. I don't know. Like I, I know you're not really that much of a shipper, and I know that no. you're, you're more. Raylo is the only thing I've ever shipped. Ever. Yeah, Raylo shipper. Totally, I'm grateful for. But I just gotta say, Storm Pilot really got me <laughs> so bad. Like I just, I, I felt like I was so heteronormative to the point where I'm just like, damn, I did not see this happening. But it was there ever since the Force Awakens, and it had a lot to deal with. Probably with me reading up on interviews too of John Boyega and Oscar Isaac and expressing their and them expressing their interest about Finn Poe and how they wanted it to be romantic, and I could tell that it wasn't a joke. Like they really did. Like and and I and I know that even especially with Oscar, like he really like let it out and was just like, oh yeah, oh romance. He was not quiet about his thoughts at all. No, and he it, was it, like, "I'm not. I'm off of my Disney contract." They flat out asked him. They were like, "Would you do a Disney Plus show on your character?" And he's like, "No." He immediately was like, "No, I, yeah. I, I ain't going back with Disney. I'm free." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's how 
that's how I saw with John Boyega too. Like that's why it's probably why he was saying no, I don't want to do anything but movies. Um, which I mean, it's a whole different story whatsoever. Uh, but anyway, like I could see like them just not being so satisfied with their characters, with their arcs. And I remember Adam Driver said it in one of his interviews too. Just because he did a big budget movie doesn't mean that the ending is going to be better. Um, but yeah. I totally, I totally, get, I totally agree. I totally agree. He said so many other movies that were their endings are just they're they're genius. They're beautiful. Well, these are indie movies. Um, so I, I can see why. I could see why it's just so hated on. I could see it for sure. Um, but to me, yeah, if, if I would have gotten Finn Poe, I would have been so happy. I've been so happy. That's like, it would have been better than having that five second kiss at the end um, with that lesbian couple because it didn't give me that, it didn't give me significant impact. If anything, it, like, it's not progressive to me. It wasn't progressive at all because it was in the background. It was in the background, like it, it. It wasn't. It wasn't really. It wasn't predominant in my like. It was just. It just wasn't dominant enough to where it, it just made any significance to me. It was five seconds, and then it went off to another group of people hugging. So it's like, ugh, well, shit. Like when I heard about the whole like there was gonna be a gay couple, I was excited. So it was like, okay, it's progressive. It's progression. Um, but. Instead, it was just a five-second kiss over characters that weren't even important. Like, imagine, yeah, the, Disney, impact. imagine the impact. Disney will do anything for money. Yeah, I know. And cutting out, having to cut out so much of that because of, like, China and everything. Yeah. I they, get it. I, I, they probably would not ever unless China changes because China's just yeah. gives them so much of their of their international box office true that's true that's true like i i get i get that aspect as as um as being an individual in the industry that that they're in you know like just just working for the industry i know i know that's just how it is like that's just how it is in, in general in life um but like yeah i think you're right i think you're right actually if 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 it weren't for the international markets. I think, uh, like, if it was just in the U.S., we're very, we're, we're all of us are progressive enough to where we could accept it at least. I would think, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, Disney, Disney's need for money, and then their desire to try to please every part of the fandom is, I think, what uh, just generally, at least as far as we know from the production standpoint were probably the two things that screwed over the movie most because most of it really just felt like a checklist of things where they were like, let's just have all these bullet points of things we want and we'll just cross them off as we do them without any sort of like coherency. And by doing that, they literally ticked off pretty much every ship. Even the Ray even the Raylo community, like even though the ship is canon, a lot of them are still not happy. Um the all the of course all the rose characters all the rose fans are not happy at the moment um trying to please everybody kind of had the reverse effect of like nobody pleases at all except for the people that didn't like the last jedi i feel like those people are the most happy because they feel like jj was like all right let's undo everything everyone didn't like kind of a thing which are we even sure it's jj now how much of these leaks are accurate no one knows yeah. <laughs> 
think I, I could see that. I could see that for sure. Um, I think, I think my, one of my cousins didn't like, he didn't like The Last Jedi. Um, and I, I think he was okay with The Rise of Skywalker because he didn't necessarily say that he hated it. Mm-hmm. He necessarily said that he liked it either. But I think he was okay with it because it wasn't what The Last Jedi portrayed. So I could see that. Um, but like just just saying like what I said earlier about just extending the movie to like just an hour even can make such a difference. Like if it, it like oh, yeah. if, they, if they really, really were trying to please the whole fandom, then there wouldn't be Ben's death to begin with. There wouldn't, I, I don't want to say this, but I am like, I, I think, I think with Luke's death, with Han's death, um, I don't necessarily know where it was gonna go with Carrie, with uh, with Leia's death. Um, mm-hmm. If Carrie were alive, I don't know. I don't necessarily know if they were gonna make her die too. But I think, as much as I, as much as I would wanted the characters to be alive still, like I, I think it was okay to where they died because then it kind of just progresses the story. Um, and if anything, Luke lives on anyway. Like he's he's a force ghost. Like he's forever gonna be around. So it didn't hurt me. Yeah. As much. It didn't hurt me as much um, as it did Han because I knew. Well, I didn't know. I don't. I still don't know. Like I, I remember I was questioning that earlier in this podcast if he could be a force ghost or not. But like I did, I just think like it. It was its progression. Like it's progression to the story that if you know they died, it, it serves a purpose. Um, but in this case, they didn't, they weren't pleasing the fandom at all. Um, maybe, maybe just like five seconds of, of pleasure for us Rainbow fans because of the fact that they, they're canon, they kiss, they're, they're in love mm-hmm. and she gets, but then all of a sudden, like right after, like literally right after he gets taken away from her. So yep. not only, not only for Rainbow fans, but for Ben fans, like I'm a Ben fan, I'm a Kylo fan. Um, I love Kylo Ren. Like I don't care what people say. I don't care. I don't care. Easily my favorite character. Huh? I'm sorry. What was that? Easily my favorite character of the season. Yeah, yeah, it's like Loki to me. Like I fucking I love. Yes, oh, I, I love, love Loki. Loki. But and then but then like they did Loki right in a way. Like he well actually no I feel like they did pull Loki because he died too. <laughs> um, but. Yeah. Like it's clear, like he at least he had more redemption than yeah. Ben did. Um, yeah. Ben had like five- it was it was well done. Even yeah. though I didn't love the death, it his redemption it, it didn't feel like anything was out of place. It was a really smooth yeah. sort of. You could see the conflict in him, and you could see every moment he was sort of changing. Yeah. Which I feel like yeah, Ben's was just a total one eighty. Yeah. Like you said, extending the movie definitely would have helped. Yeah. As much as I did love the the scene of him chucking the lightsaber, right. that that got me too. I I was tearing up. I'd be lying if I said I didn't feel anything. Right, right. I mean, it was clearly more than five seconds. Like he he obviously that whole that whole battle in Exegol was uh, was Ben Solo. It wasn't Kylo Ren. So he was redeemed for a long time. But at the same time, yeah. it wasn't enough. Like it, it didn't feel like a lot because he didn't really talk. Is I think was my thing. Oh, he didn't. Oh, all. all he said was what? Ouch. He said ouch. He said ouch. 
<laughs> the moment he checked his lightsaber to the moment he died, he just said, ow. Which is why I think it is, at least for me, it feels like he wasn't redeemed that long. But Adam Driver still killed it, though. Like, you, That's it was, he, Ben Solo was, like, literally just Han Solo with the Force. He was such a different person. Yes, that's a perfect, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's exactly what I was gonna say though. Like I was gonna say, with with the little amount of growth that um that both Ben and Ray had, being Adam Driver and Daisy Ridley, like them as actors, I think is what what killed it. Like they, oh with, yeah, with, they're with so so good. Had, yeah, with, with with like little material that they had for for their character development for their growth, like I think they just they killed it. They 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 basically just had to work with what they had, obviously, but they did it really well. Because um, you could really different, like I was saying in in Shipperland, you could really differentiate who Ben is as compared to who Kylo is, and and it's really just it goes down to them being such good actors. Those two are the like one of the one of the best actors that I've ever seen in this generation um and I just it, it just goes on to the show like how well they translated their their lack of character development on screen um I I mean if anything Ray had more character development obviously but like with Ben's little character development that he had in the Rise of Skywalker because the most the majority of it like you said is he was angry and he was just Kylo being Kylo um if we would have used like the, the amount of Ben that we had he he did a good job he did a really good job like he deserves an Oscar for it <laughs> he deserves an Oscar for it he's just he's that good of a, um but yeah I don't know I mean one hour really just could have made just such a big difference like I would have wanted I would have wanted Ray to to go like pull him out of the um world between worlds and just like bring him back into like this time you know like it just and then they could have they could have gone off to Tatooine together and um train a new like train a new generation of jedi like i said i like skywalker should have been a new thing it should skywalker should have been a thing like it could have been a whole brand of jedi that would have been cool yeah that would have been better to me like that would have been that's the rise of skywalker like calling jedi yeah. skywalkers you're carrying it kind of ties into the last jedi well because the last yeah. scene yeah. of the kid with the broom that's right. why a lot of people didn't like how luke died but i i actually kind of like i mean obviously you don't want to see your favorite character or one you know the yeah. arguably luke might be the central character Luke and Leia, but I think even more so Luke is probably, he's the bind between the prequels, he basically is the original trilogy, and then he binds the sequel trilogy with it. Yeah. Um, but, like, he, his death inspired, you know, like, boys like that. That's why they showed that kid with the broom at the end, and it would have just been, like, a, a powerful, like, you know, that kid coming back, then, like, other, you know, people, like, joining the resistance, and, you know, like, that having an impact which is kind of interesting the end of the movie i feel like didn't have that much closure because the the first order was battling the senate or the, not the senate the, um, the first order was battling the resistance right and like it, it just kind of ended but like the first order is still out there and there was like no new established like republic or anything like that 
which I feel like, I mean, I don't know, there doesn't really need to be that closure. But for me, I, I actually do like the prequel trilogy. I know a lot of people don't, but I love like Padme's whole thing about being like, um, war is just a failure to listen. And she was always about like, you know, like it, it oh, just, yeah. the no, lack I'm of communication. Right. So like seeing people like, I, what I wanted to see actually was the First Order teaming up with the, with the Resistance to take down Palpatine. I thought that would have been really cool, um, which obviously they didn't go that route. Um, but Yeah, see that's like, that like, just None of that closure of how Padme, like Padme always wanted, you know, that peace and that balance. And yeah. I, I feel like that would have been a good way to tie the prequels in there because that was such a big theme was the, was just getting to the point of no war and they kind of established the fact that even in the last jedi you had the dj character who said like it's all a machine and he reveals that those people or that the resistance and the first order is both buying all these weapons and it's like a really kind of a highly anti-capitalist message of like this war is not going to solve anything in the end and I don't know, I just thought there was going to be more of that sort of like closure of like a new, a new sort of like republic rising or something like that. I don't know. But the, yeah, I just, was, that I ending was just a little odd to me that it was just sort of skimmed over. Like, what's the galaxy like now? We don't really know. Like, I, what I was, was the impact of all of that? Yeah, no, that's what I was going to say. It's like, we don't, we don't know what happened after, after they won. Like, so they won, okay, and then now what? Like, so there's complete peace now? Like, there's no, there's no, um, there's no one gonna be rising up. They have, did everybody die in, in the First Order? Like, I don't really know exactly yeah. what happened. I mean, we saw the majority of, like, we saw the whole fleet, whoever was there at Exegol um, die, but mm -hmm. I'm sure there are people in the, for, like, the First Order, like, extended families or whatever that are still around. Yeah, then, like allies and everything. Always, yeah, there's always gonna be war, no matter what. Like honestly, like there's never gonna we're never gonna achieve peace. At least not for a long, like long period of time. Like there's always gonna be war. Like, that's just how it is. Like it's just that's life, you know. Like there's always gonna yeah. be something. There's there's never just one thing, and so that's that. that that's why I was thinking like it could have made sense for them to be training a new generation together. Yeah. I'm alive, them training a new generation together. Because just in case something happens again in the future, you have these guys that are trained to to protect, you know, to to whatever. But mm -hmm. also they, they could have just been training like these guys to learn how to use the force. It didn't have to be with lightsabers. It could just it just could have been like just like like just just them training like these these force sensitive people and how to learn like how to learn how to use it um anything anything but like it just like you said like it just did it, did it wasn't clear like what was what happened in the end like are is everything balanced again like i don't i don't exactly know like we yeah so we won physically i saw that everything was defeated but now what like like you said like how was the world now so um hopefully since Disney Plus is a thing now and Marvel's doing it, like Marvel's pulling new storylines out of their asses and making it into Disney Plus series or Disney Plus films, whatever. I don't care what it is. 
if they they have the budget, they have the money to do it. They need they need to do it. They need then this is the time to where they can revive this franchise now, um, because this 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 new trilogy was supposed to take off Star Wars again. Like this is the whole reason why Lucasfilm was bought by Disney to begin with. Um, yeah, to make this trilogy, this new sequel trilogy, the start of new fresh things from Lucasfilm from Star Wars. But instead, it's like it was going backwards with this, the rise of Skywalker. Um, but hopefully now maybe they can fix things. Maybe they can they can do what Marvel's doing and and like I said, just coming up with new series with new um, films within Disney Plus if they don't want to release it theatrically um, or mm-hmm. on just by telling these stories and just making just just filling in the holes, just just like plugging in the holes and just making us not question so many things. Um, yeah, and the Ma- Mandalorian took off, so there's really yeah. no risk. Here. There's yeah. no risk at all. But there's, there's, so, there's so much good public perception about Mando. Why not? Yeah. But that's the difference, though. Mandalorian is based in between um, the Return of the Jedi and the, um, the Force Awakens. So it's not necessarily a sequel show. Um, but, yeah, like you said, it, it's successful, obviously. So hopefully they, they get that message. They, they follow what Marvel's doing. Um, because I, I had a lot of questions in Endgame too, but I know I know they're gonna touch upon it in the later phases, no matter what it is, whether it's um whether it's a it's a film in a theater or it's in Disney Plus, they're clearly gonna be answering my questions. So if Marvel can do it, I think Star Wars can do it, and I hope they did do. Um, and I hope they realize it. But up until now. I'm forever going to be living like the the whole tagline of this movie was supposed to be the story lives forever. Yeah. It's living forever really badly. (laughs) It's living forever really badly in my head and it sucks because it's like, I got what I wanted, but at the same time I did it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I think (laughs) we've talked enough. (laughs) Or guys, any more than we are probably already have. So <laughs> um, if you guys want us to talk more Star Wars, we will. Um, Amy should be coming out with new articles soon. Um, more on the Rise of Skywalker. And um, like I said, if you want to listen to more of what I thought about Raylo, um, Sarah C. and I had talked about it on Shipperland. So go on Shipperland, listen to that episode. Um, and then stay tuned for more episodes of our new flagship podcast, Cape and Castle. Um, and then just for more content in general of Disney, just go to capeandcastle.com. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Cape and Castle. And then uh, if you want to follow us individually, if you want to plug in your, your socials real quick, Amy. Um, I am on Twitter at A-M-Y-G-U-E-R-C-I-A. Yes. My name. <laughs> and I'm on Twitter too, which is like probably just my most active social media channel. So follow both of us. Talk to us if you guys want to talk more Star Wars and if we're not writing or talking about it in our podcasts because, you know, life gets in the way or we're lazy, whatever. <laughs> you guys can always tweet us um, and then just 
pretty much we'll we'll we'll, we'll be down to talk. I'm pretty well. If I if anything, I will. <laughs> I'm I'm all <laughs> engaging about Star Wars or uh, Raylo, one or the other. Storm Pilot now actually too. So if you guys want to talk Storm Pilot, get at me because I want to be in that fandom for sure. Uh, <laughs> but but I think until then we are going to end this podcast now. So until next time. <laughs>